Hello, 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 guys. Welcome back to Why Not You Podcast. I just thank you guys for tuning in, coming in for a word of encouragement, just knowing that you can always stop here and get a nugget of life. And as always, I always take the time to give God the thanks and the glory because, guys, without God, without my Lord, He, I would not be who I am today. Without him, I wouldn't even have the vision. I wouldn't have the discernment. I wouldn't have the things or be where I'm at today. So Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in this time. I thank you, Lord, for who you are in my life. And I just thank you, Lord, for just depositing a word in me, Lord. I just ask you to bless this podcast in Jesus name. Amen, guys. Amen. Guys, I just wanted to come on here for a quick moment um, and just I just want to encourage you guys today. I want you to know that this journey called life, you're not alone. I want to encourage you guys of just knowing that even though you may feel that you're alone, you're not alone. Oftentimes, and maybe this is not for y'all, maybe this is for me. Sometimes I feel so alone in this journey. I feel like sometimes I know so many people, but yet I'm still alone. And the thing is, is that sometimes I ask God, like, God, why am I so alone? Why? Why? Like, why? You know, sometimes I can look at social media and be like, everybody that I know, I can see them liking, sharing, supporting, you know, those friends that throw their other friend a surprise party or that friend that just, you know, goes out of their way to check on their friend. And I'm just like, wow, God, like I want to experience that. But God will remind me, he would whisper in my ear, I am that friend. And sometimes we can we can hold on to this this thought this fan this, this thing of we want to be liked we want to be accepted we want to be in the crowd but sometimes god has to separate us from certain things in life because he knows that we'll be wrapped up into those things which will eventually have us further away one thing that i have learned in these past seasons is that i can't have everybody to have access to me it's okay to decline a call it's okay that for a moment you can't just help everybody you have to be in a quiet season you have to get the instructions of your next and sometimes we stay busy amongst our friends we stay busy amongst family we we make ourselves available to everybody we answer all the calls but then we get so tired in our spirit that we can't even hear from God and one thing God reminds me is is that I am your friend I am I am me. And until you can really grasp that thought, then I'm going to keep you in this place. Sometimes we don't understand the season. We don't understand the why. But the more that you keep fighting against the thing that God is trying to do for you, the more he's going to keep you in that place until you get that he is the alpha. He is the omega. He is the start and the finisher, the beginning and the end.
and understanding that he is the beginning and the end and you actually let go of the worldly things, you will understand that, you know what? I have no control over my life. My life is not my own. And the thing is, is that honestly, I'm actually glad sometimes that I'm in the space that I'm in because I won't get distracted. I won't get consumed by other people. I won't get sidetracked because sometimes it's easy enough to do that in your own life with your own problems but then when you have other people to add on to it then you further get away from God his voice becomes very faint to you and the thing is is that in this season I feel like I'm desiring his presence more I'm desiring just to hear his voice. I'm desiring to pray more. I'm desiring just to be in his presence. I'm desiring to worship and to pray. I'm desiring to want to. And the thing is, is that when you have these desires and these fires within you, the enemy will, will come in and make you more tired, (laughs) make you more fatigued, make you more like, ah, I don't feel like doing that. He will make you more lazy. He will make you more like where you're just like, oh, I had an intention of reading God's word today, but you know what? I'm tired. I just want to lay down here. I just want to do this. I just want to do that. And the thing is, is that when you recognize those things, you got to push past those feelings because I've had the desire to read God's word. And sometimes I'm rushing reading his word. I'm like in the car. I'm at the stoplight. I'm 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 recording as I'm going, but I'm not really taking the time, like dedicating. And that's something that God is reminding me of. That at one point I used to dedicate my early Saturday mornings. I used to get up, I used to go to Panera, I used to read his word, I used to read his devotion, I used to write in my journal, and then I just stopped doing that. I stopped doing the thing that I used to do because life happened. I got caught up in life. I got caught up with with people. I got caught up with social media. I got caught up with, with everything else but God. But the amazing thing is that when we're in a downfall, then we look at God and we're like, God, we need you. We want you. We need you now, 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 when we want it, right? But then when God is like, daughter, I just want your time. We're like, oh, man, you know, I got to take the kids here. Oh, you know, I got a party to go to. God, you understand. Why do we make all the excuses for God? But then when we, we need him, we don't expect him to give us excuses. And it's crazy. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for giving me this analogy. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, I thank you for this. Right now, as I was telling you guys, what was downloading in my spirit was I've been fussing at my daughter, telling her, why do you respect your father more than you respect me? Why do you respect and jump up? And it's crazy because my mom used to tell me the same thing. My mom used to always tell me, you always jump up for your dad. But when it's me, you take your time. You always jump up and do this for your dad immediately. But you don't do that for me. And I used to be like, what do you mean? Like, he never asked us for something. So when he asked, I do it. And then I was fussing at my daughter because I'm just like, you know, I do all these things for you. And I, I put all my my all, which that's what I'm supposed to do as a mom. But your dad is more laid back. He calls you when he feels like it. He just he's nonchalant. But you you're you just happy go lucky when it comes to your dad. And God was just reminding me in this moment that that's the same way that I am with him. I jump for everything else. 
But when it comes for God, I pick and choose what I'm going to do. Why do we do that? And God, I just thank you. Like, Holy Spirit, I thank you for just reminding me of that. I thank you for giving me the analogy of that. Because so many times, guys, we do this to God. We jump for our spouses. We jump through loopholes for our children. We jump to answer the call for our friend. We jump to, to take care of things at work. We jump to party. We jump to do everything else. But then when it comes to the things of God, we take our time. We choose what we're going to do. We choose how we're going to do. We put stipulations with God. Oh, Jesus. And I thank you for your grace and your mercy. Oh, my God. Oh, that's heavy. It's crazy how we can convict somebody else of the thing that they do to us. And God will just show us how he feels. <laughs> Ain't that amazing? Ain't that amazing how God would just show you. He'll just step back. He don't got to do much. But God, as I'm talking to you guys, he's reminding me that the same way you have the expectations of other people to do for you. What do you do? How do you treat me? And so now I have to wheel myself back in. Because before I can open my mouth to my daughter, now I got to fix me. And this is the analogy that now I understand that when you're going through things in life, even those that are looking for a spouse or even those that are married and we're trying to say, why doesn't my spouse change and da, 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 or why don't my kids act right, da, 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 da. This is the analogy that now I understand that when you start fixing yourself, everything else will fix in place. Because the thing is, is that people that are in your circle, whether it's your friends, your family, your spouse, your co-workers, whatever, there are really a piece of you everywhere around you that you have to start fixing yourself so the reflection can face you. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. I'm telling you, you got to work on yourself. You got to work on yourself. Love on yourself. Show up for yourself. Respect yourself. Because if you can't do those things, how do we expect other people to do it for us? How can we get mad if we don't do the same thing? And it's not about tit for tat. But sometimes we have these expectations of why don't these people call me? Why doesn't anybody check on me? Why doesn't anybody tag or do this? I do this for them. But do you do it for them or do you do it onto God? Do you do it for man? Do you do it for likes? Do you do it for everybody to just say, hey, you know, size a good person or this person's a good person? Or do you do it unto God that no matter what the result is, you know that God sees your heart, your posture? And let me tell you something, you can have all the intentions that you say that you have, but God knows your heart. God knows what intentions you really had. You know, this vision of this, this podcast came on to me a couple years ago. And I just want to end with this. Sometimes in life, God is going to give you a vision. But if you sleep on the vision, everybody else is going to start the vision without you. One way or another, God is going to get the vision out. 
I remember when I first started my journey with Christ, God gave me this vision of vision boards where vision boards wasn't even a thing. I started the first vision board. I swear I did. But then through the years, I slept on myself. And now vision boards is such a thing that people charge for vision board parties. Stop sleeping on yourself. If God is giving you something, push through. Work on yourself. Love on yourself. A lot of times we struggle with abandonment. We struggle with with rejection. We struggle with self-love. And let me tell you something. I My journey is on this podcast. I try to be truly transparent with you guys because I want you guys to understand that you're not alone. God gave me a vision of women from the time I was pregnant with my daughter. And I didn't understand what it meant until I was going through my divorce and women started coming to me. That it was weird that the same thing I experienced, I was helping them in their season because I experienced it in the season before. And I didn't understand what it was. I allowed fear to cripple me. I allowed fear and doubt to come in and paralyze me where I had a muzzle over my mouth for years. But I want to encourage you that when God lays something on your heart, you may not know how to execute it. You may not know how to do it. But when I tell you that when God gives you something, it's not in vain. You have to trust the process. You have to trust what he's doing. And a lot of times when God gives you something, it doesn't make sense. You're like, what the what in the world is this that God is doing? Because it makes you uncomfortable. It, he stretches you to a point that you're just like, I can't. You ever had like a cramp or a back pain or something going on in your body and you go to stretch? and just doing it a little bit more to the right or a little bit more to the left, it hurts that much more. What God does doesn't hurt us, but it stretches us to make the pain go away. He unveils, unveils the things in our spirit that we hide from ourselves because we, we, we don't know how to deal with it. <clears throat> so I pray and I hope that this podcast has encouraged you. I hope that this episode has encouraged you because what I want to encourage you guys to know is that <clears throat> you have to work on yourself. You have to self-reflect. It's time, sis. It's time to exercise everything that God has put in you on your path. Be obedient to the things that Christ is telling you. Be obedient. Obedience will reward you way more. Way more than doing it in your own way. Trust me. Because it's almost like you're going on a road trip. And something that was supposed to take you only two hours took you eight hours. Because you decided to do things your own way. Delays, traffic, road closures. When God told you to go the way he did, he was protecting you from all those things. But you decided to do it your own way. So... It's time to get out of the wilderness. It's time to do the things that God has called you. It's time to step in your authority. It's time to be confident in your voice. It's time to love your voice. It's time to love you. Love yourself. Love who you're becoming. And stop wasting time on convicting yourself on something that God has already forgiven you. 
Sis, I know that thinking isn't a, a, a job in itself, but stop thinking for a moment. Stop overthinking. Stop killing yourself because God is working on you and you're not going to be perfect. You don't need to be perfect to come to Christ. If you haven't given your life to Christ, I truly recommend that you rededicate yourself and understand that when you make this decision to walk with Christ, the enemy is going to come harder. But guess what? You are a true warrior. You're a fighter, but you're a fighter in the spirit. Cast all these things down because no weapon formed against you shall prosper. I pray that this encourages you. And until next time, I'll talk to you guys on Why Not You podcast.